KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. My name is Mike Hagan. It's 9 a.m. Friday morning, which means it's once again time for Open Mic Radio. Let's get it rolling with one from Blue Steel, featuring my guest this morning, Rob Lampy. <laughs> Welcome to the program. It's Open Mic Radio, Friday, August 14th, 2020. And uh, coming to you high up in the Dalton Building from lovely downtown Columbia, Missouri. Sure glad to be back in the studio and on the air with you live again this morning. Every week here on Open Mic Radio, we feature interviews with Missouri's finest musicians and bands and hear a bunch of their songs. Once again, my name is Mike Hagan. It's good to be here with you. Glad you're listening this morning, whether you're doing it over the traditional airwaves or worldwide over the internet, streaming every Friday from 9 o'clock until 10 at www.kopn.org. Hello to everyone out there. Welcome to the show. Wish you all well. Hope you're doing okay this week. Lovely summer morning today in mid-Missouri. A little bit warm, a little bit humid for sure. Lots of rain over the last few days, and uh, hoping that it 
backs off for the rest of the weekend. I think it will be warm, though. So uh, anyway, do your thing. Hope you enjoy it and uh, make the weekend a good one. Got a great show lined up for you this morning. Also, a little bit of live music happening again this weekend. So we'll uh, bring you up to stuff on that stuff. Before we get too busy, we had a good time last week. Just uh, played a bunch of cool songs from various Missouri artists. And uh, had a good time. So hope you did too. All right. Uh, this morning, we will be featuring music uh, from a gentleman named Rob Lampy. Rob's a guy who's been involved in a ton of projects over many, many years that many of you will be familiar with. I'm going to play another one from Rob and... Uh, I'll get my act together and be back with y'all in a few minutes. It's Mike, and this is Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia, 89.5 on the dial, and once again streaming all around this lovely blue planet at www.kopn.org. We started off with a song that was called Rock and Roll Monk from uh, a project called Blue Steel. I'm going to hear one more from, uh, uh, from Blue Steel. This one's called uh, Pin It on My Elf. Back in a few minutes with Rob Lampy. It's Mike, Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia. Received your letter yesterday and read the front page, but I really couldn't place it on myself. So I sat cross-legged with a bottle of wine and repeated your lies to my health. Tell me where you're going to be tomorrow. Tell me where you're going to be. You know, lately I've had an easy time Causing spider webs to be photo myself But there will be a time There will be a time when I discover the truth within my elf You can say that's a lie You said so before But all of us die in that last world Had a hard enough time last night And every time I kiss your lips I see his face Reflected in the candlelight Of the room you laid in while I was away The other room you laid in today Well, all your meaning Like ships drifting away I don't want any more trouble
Yeah, all right, cool stuff there from Blue Steel. And uh, we're going to get to my guest this morning. His name is Mr. Rob Lampy, and he was a part of that project and many other ones over the course of many years. And uh, let's find out a little bit more about Mr. Rob right now. Hi, Rob. Hey, you there, Rob? No, I guess not. We're going to have to get Rob back on the line here. We'll play another one from Blue Steel, and I'll be back with him in just a minute. Sweet little girl on the Morrison Bridge High with the traffic, close to the edge She bought a two-way ticket to a fail-safe zone She hit off the nail and never came home I said, hey little girl, well don't make that leap Well don't do it to yourself, don't do it to me I got my wither eye open up Ready to rock Put your telephone book down No more talking I'll Buy you a ticket To the Montana line If you ever get bored Come see me sometime Well, you hide my love All over town Like you hide my love When the sun goes down Never been moving this fast before Honey, you better knock now At my back door I put it to you two ways I put it on the line You gotta keep stepping me one behind But you hide my love All over town But you hide my love When the sun goes down Well, people see me on the street They always act surprised They can never tell you by the anguish in your eyes I've told them three times before Now I'm finally another one from Blue Steel. That one was called Hide My Love. We also heard Pin It On My Elf. Great stuff from them. And uh, we're going to try this again with Mr. Rob Lampy right now and say hello again. Hey, Rob, welcome to Open Mic Radio. How you doing? I'm here. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Good to have you on the program this morning. Well, dang, man, I got to hear three songs uh, from Blue Steel, and I'm glad that I did because they're all cool. You know what? Before we get to too deeply into it man i felt 
some Elvis Costello in there somewhere. I certainly heard it in uh, in Pin It on My Elf, which I really like. That's some cool stuff. Uh-huh. All right. Well, <clears throat> we've got Mr. Rob Lampy on the line with us uh, this morning. Rob, um, for people who aren't for, uh, unfamiliar, myself included, where are you from originally? I grew up in Minnesota. Um until I, w- I went to college there, and uh, I got married my first time, and immediately got divorced uh, <laughs> before I was out of college. And uh, I had a friend living in Columbia going to college here, mm-hmm. and I was extremely depressed uh, living up there. And he, he said... Rob, there's lots of girls in Columbia, Missouri. <laughs> he was right about that. That doesn't change much either, I don't think. It hasn't, probably. I, I found a good one myself here, so um, I'm glad of that. So I, I moved down here just to get away from there. <laughs> and lo and behold, 40, more than 40 years later, <laughs> I've, I've had... Spent about nine months in Portland uh, with with Blue Steel. By the way, mm-hmm. we we left here and went went to uh, to Portland for we, we were going to go out to the West Coast just to we were we, we figured we were too comfortable here and and had too many distractions. So we, were, we Blue Steel headed out to the West Coast and uh, fell apart out there. <laughs> and- <laughs> So the band Blue Steel that we just heard from, that's you playing guitar, um, Mike Steele uh, doing most of the vocals, I guess. And he's, doing all, he's doing all the vocals. I don't think there's any backup vocals. Okay, all the vocals. And, and Jesse James on drums, that might be a familiar name to some folks around here. And Pat Counts on bass. I'm not familiar with Pat Counts. Was he part of the band? Like, wh- Where did Blue Steel um, originally get put together? We we started playing down at Park Place, which is now Forest Rose Park. Yeah, yeah. Forest Rose. So we were we were the house, we were pretty much the house band at Park Place. Uh, we played there all the time. Uh, they were really good to us. They always fed us and, and treated us nice. And it, was, it was fun. It was fun old times. What what? Uh, give us a time frame for that. I think around, around right around 1988. Wow. Okay. So the, yeah. the, the, fun, the funny thing about Blue Steel is we were kind of punk country, and that's uh, what I sort of think. And, mm-hmm. and the funny thing is that we uh, that 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 genre kind of came in like right after we <laughs> got done. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little ahead of the curve, maybe. That's so all right. We slightly Nothing. ahead of curve. And Mike Steele, the head of the band, was always wanting to, you know, we got to be, we got to hit the thing right, you know. <laughs> He's always listening to the you know, other stuff, you know, trying, we got to, you know, and, I, and I'd, I'd tell him, Mike, just do what we do, and <laughs> and the, the curve will come to us. <laughs> sure enough, it did, but we couldn't hang together, you know. That's, mm. Well, it's a challenge keeping uh, keeping a band together, among other things. Where, um, are you from a family of musicians? How'd you learn how to play? No, I. My mom played viola in college, so she. But she, she hasn't played that in years, and she played piano, somewhat. But, but I didn't know that when I was young. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just, you know, young kids 
in love with the Beatles and uh, Rolling Stones, you know, that kind of stuff. I thought real real music was invented in Britain, you know. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that uh, that there was a real rock and roll, real rock and roll, rock and roll started in the States and went to Britain. And mm. I, I didn't know those guys were imitating blues. I thought they were inventing. <laughs> right. Now the history of, of rock and roll and, and music in general is just remarkable. You can spend your whole life, you know, it's just amazing. But yeah, the history of rock and roll is a very cool one. I was, you know, I was an adamant rock and roll lover. Uh, I, didn't want to participate in any music at school because I thought it was totally square, you know? <laughs> right. Right. You're in band and choir? <laughs> what a dummy, right. you know? Right. Uh, very, very, uh, unfortunately, wrong attitude on my part, but, but that's what I felt at the time. So uh, I, there was only one music to me, and that was rock and roll, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, in the early days of rock and roll, it was a rebel thing, and you didn't want to be a participant in anything that was sort of uh, organizational or institutional, you know? That's it. All right, what about um, your own musical training, then? When did you start to to play the guitar, and how did you learn? And and are you a multi-instrumentalist? I know that you play a number of different string instruments, but what's your your real musical background? Uh, I started on guitar... And actually, I was in a band up in Minnesota early on, like seventh grade. We played the seventh grade dance, but I was the bass player simply because I was the worst guitar player. <laughs> right. they, they, they assigned me bass. You know, they said you play bass. <laughs> okay. So, so uh, that's what I did, and I got a bass. First, my my first guitar was like a an airline, which is you know Montgomery Ward's guitar. Right. And then I got a cheap, a cheap bass. And then I, then I got a Gibson EBO, which I, I don't know if any. They're, they're really horrible basses too, I guess. But it had a built, it had a, it had a built-in fuzz tone on it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> which was hilarious. So we, yeah, I played, I played the seventh, eighth grade, ninth grade dance. Yeah. That. And, and uh, and you know Spencer Davis and the Cream the Cream were really big. We we were really big into the Cream. Right, but you were just self taught then. We we're, we we're pretty. The, the guy who was a really good guitar player, he had he had perfect pitch and and he he could walk home listening to his little transistor radio with his earbuds in or, or whatever. Or right. Maybe just. He'd be walking home. We'd get to his house. His house was before our house. He'd run upstairs, grab his guitar, and then he'd whip out the uh, Eric Clapton solo to uh, Sunshine of Your Love. Right. Wow. The rest of us would just be like, oh, my God, how does he doing this? Right, right. <laughs> take notes, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, there's, there, like, like everything, you know, some people just have natural... Uh, abilities for you know, whatever it might be and art uh, and music as art is certainly one of those things I've come across people now and again I've got a decent ear myself but I don't have the technical skills to back it up um, but uh, uh, I, I'm I'm aware of you know many who who do and boy that's something else when you've got somebody who's got a really good ear but also has the technical skill and they can just lay it down you know 
Yeah, he was. He, he was. He, so he was my first teacher. You know, he was actually a young year younger than me, but he was so much better that that he. But and he he, he taught me to play the bass in the ba- bass parts for the band. But at ninth at ninth grade, by ninth grade, I was I, I wanted to rebel from that, and I I I took the direct. I wanted to go the direction of Bob Dylan, sort of. You know. Mm-hmm. So I I got myself an acoustic guitar and. A harmonica on a on a brace and started banging around like that. But I don't think I really did anything that way. Like I didn't get any gigs or anything. I don't think <laughs> I played one coffee house. I think <laughs> when I was in college, and then and then and didn't really take it very seriously at all. You know, just, just then I moved to Columbia and there was nothing with a heart a heart broken guy. I had nothing to do, so I worked on guitar and met some other musicians here, and things started to go together. But then my next epiphany was meeting Lyle Harris. I don't know, do you know? Do you know of Lyle? I'm familiar with the name, but maybe you can refresh me and others who aren't familiar. Lyle Harris was was a jazz guitarist in town here, mm-hmm. and he played down at this place called Fish and Friends. Hmm. It was it was the base it was the basement down on Broadway there. I don't know what's there now. They've had clubs down there. It was, it was with the corner there. Uh, just, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But uh, so they, they they were playing down there, and he he was just playing stuff. I, I just it just blew my mind. You know, mm-hmm. it was like oh wow, because mm-hmm. I I was not familiar with jazz at all, and and. He was just like, wow. So he also hung out at Ernie's, which everyone else did at that time. All the hip, Every hip dude in Columbia was in Ernie's. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, of course, I was, too, because not that I was hip, but I wanted to be hip. So <laughs> right. everybody who was hip or wanted to be hip hung out in Ernie's. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, saw him there one day there, and he asked him if he gave guitar lessons, and he said, sure. And so, And he really... He really gave, you know, he asked me, well, show me, do you have any major scales you could show me or anything like that? And I go, what's a major scale? Right. So he grounded me in the basic, basic theory, which, you know, he really did a good job. Mm-hmm. I, I think I pretty well understand it now. Yeah, I'm I sure mean, I'm not. It's it's amazing because you turned into an extremely good guitar player. So you've obviously had some some good uh, some good advice along the way. Yeah, Lyle was the second epiphany. I I ended up not. I realized I'm not a jazz guitar player. I, it, so I I didn't go that way. You know, I, I love listening to it. I love like Sean Hennessy. Mm, yeah, he can play. I mean, I can remember he was growing up. You know, and I saw him zoom past me. But uh, hey, Rob, at some point you came across uh, Dave and Dino and the Roadkill Orchestra, and you were involved with them for a little while. Maybe we can play one from that project, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit about that. And I want to talk about the Hillary Scott band. We got a few other things to to uh, to. Uh, 
to get on our list here as well. So, um, yeah, and you know, I I, I think uh, a lot of people will appreciate this one, um, and uh, we'll put it out there for Mr. Don Dino Penny, who we lost about a year ago. And this is, let's see, which one did we decide to play, Rob? We're going to play, oh, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm going to play Dollars, Goods, and Gasoline. I think that's a really pretty one. We're going we're gonna to do that one, okay? Okay, sounds good. All right, everybody, it's Mike, and you're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. My, ge- my guest is Mr. Rob Lampy. Rob's been involved with uh, a bunch of different musical projects over many years here in Columbia. We're going to play one from Dave and Dino's Roadkill Orchestra, which uh, Rob was involved with as well. This one is called... Uh, dollars, gods, and gasoline. Back in just a few minutes. Big black limousine 
last glass This is Blake Gardner and the Farmers, and you're listening to Open Mic Radio on KOPN 89.5 FM. That's right, it is Open Mic Radio, and uh, I will say that this program is brought to you by listener support and a donation from Quantum Wireless Services. Serving Mid-Missouri since 2012, Quantum Wireless Internet provides internet, television, and phone services to residential and business customers. More information available at quantumwirelessinternet.com or by calling 573-256-1166. Quantum Wireless Internet, a connection to the digital world. All right, it's Mike, and it is Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia. We've got Rob Lampy on the line with us. Rob is a part of uh, Dave and Dino's Roadkill Orchestra as well. And Rob, how'd you get involved with those guys? And by the way, before we get back into it, I want to say a quick shout-out to Jeff Stack, uh, we had a couple of phone calls there, Rob, in, in, during the break. Um, Jeff being one of them. Uh, if you're not, I know you're familiar with Jeff Stack. I know Jeff Stack yeah. yeah, I'm sure you do. And if if my li- if my listeners aren't familiar, they should check out Jeff. He does great work around uh, town and run a, a bunch he's of. He's a selfless soul. He's an amazing dude. He really is. But he he's familiar with you, and he told me to tell you hello, uh, hello and remind you of the Catalpa Tree Cafe. Oh yeah. <laughs> tell tell me tell me a little bit about that. Uh, it was, it was just a, you know, I was, that was just a solo gig that I used to do. Um, take my guitar in and sit down and play. And yeah, just, I did quite a bit of solo work. It was never, I never sang when I did solo work. I, it was just play my guitar, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And wait, back in the day, I, well, I'd say my third big influence for playing guitar was uh, Mid Missouri Mental Health Center, hmm. and I, i.e., I got a job there at night, and I had to stay awake all night. But 
they, they wouldn't mind if I played guitar softly. So I, I started learning classical pieces. Wow. Just to keep myself going. So I taught myself to read. And uh, and I'd read these classical pieces, and they, they were soothing. So people, people, you know, if they were, if they woke up, they if I woke them up, that'd be a bad thing. But I never did. I played softly, and I just uh, learned a lot of classical pieces at that time. So got got me doing solo gigs. <laughs> huh. It helped. Yeah. I'd make up. I I'd, I'd intersperse these classical pieces with instrumentals that I'd written. So. I, I I could hardly call written. I'd say improvised. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've done some songwriting uh, as well. Um, in fact, some of the songs that we're hearing this morning um, are songs that have been written by you. Tell me a little bit about how you go about writing a song. It, I've got to be. In, I'm not a. I'm not a disciplined songwriter, and I'm not a. You know, just a guy that has ideas coming to me all the time so I'm not prolific but but something pops into my head and uh, I just it, it, with, with, with the guitar if I'm just playing music it that, that's just sort of exploring the guitar until something comes together but, but if I'm writing lyrics there's got to be some subject that just sounds cool to me and that it has a ring to it and then I go oh yeah that's what I, and that will be the, the gem of my song, and mm-hmm. try and flush it out. Yeah, but that's yeah. Not a real prolific writer. I think I've written some pretty good songs though. Um, so usually have someone else sing them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've done a little singing yourself. Before um, I, you know, I want to talk about the Hillary Scott Band. That's one that really comes to mind um, from back in the day. But also, um, we, we did play one there from Dave and Dino and the Roadkill Orchestra. Tell me quickly uh, a little bit about your relationship with that band. Uh, it was, I mean, we were, we were just having fun, you know. They were so much fun. I still love, I still love everyone that was involved in that project. Dave Durnley is one of my very close friends and uh, a super talented guitar player and a great singer and songwriter and, and uh, Josh Rong who was playing bass and a bunch of other stuff. He's still around of course and yourself and Heather and anyway just a just a great group I, I'm really mad at Dave because and Laura by the way on the violin she was sounding nice in that last song yeah yeah Laura Laura um Heather Heather I just she she's a she was just a great spirit yeah yeah she still is you know she she's still singing and making music with the barroom billies and uh, I don't know, I think she may be involved in another project, but anyway, she's an awesome uh, young woman and a great singer, too. You've got, got a wonderful voice. I, just, I, I love Heather, I, and, and Dave is just, he's just incredible, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, every, everyone sees him everywhere. I'm, I'm just mad at him because he won't play with me anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's that he won't, but he, he doesn't have time. Yeah, you know? yeah, I get, it. I get it. All right, so uh, I'm looking at the clock here. I want to move along. Let's talk a little bit about the Hillary Scott Band. That was a project that actually got quite uh, successful. Um, and this, I'm thinking, was probably early 2000s or so. Tell me a little bit about that project. Yeah, you know, I'm not good at t- telling you the times, but that was, we, you know, the, Hillary was pictured on Columbia Times, cover the company. Uh, someone who might make it from Columbia, you know. I mean, she, she had a lot of press 
we had a lot of press and we, we had some pretty good audiences. Hillary is just a great songwriter. Uh, she was beautiful. <laughs> uh, great songwriter, great, great instrumentalist. Yeah, she's played had, the piano quite well. She was a, she was, she was a full package, you know, what, what can you say? Yeah. There was a whole bunch of other uh, names that uh, people may be familiar with from that project, including yourself. And Mike Robertson was playing some bass. Lloyd Warden, who's just a remarkable drummer and been involved with so many uh, young people, actually, around town. And he does a great job of working with up-and-coming musicians. Uh, Bill Adams, who I haven't, I haven't heard that name in a long time, but I loved Bill, and he was a great guitar player. Yeah, he... he 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 got us. I mean, he was he did that show uh, with uh, uh, um, on KOPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he hosted. He, he um, switched off with, with another another host. I forget, but yeah, he knew. So he he actually knew the guys in Little Feet, and so he got us in there, and we we warmed up Little Feet twice. Huh. Awesome. Um, once in Kansas City and once in Columbia here. I think. Well, was it Blue Plate Special? Is that what Bill used to do? That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, he did the, the, the uh, Little Feet show. Wow, cool. All right, let's play one from, uh, from Hillary Scott, okay? That this, sounds good. Uh, okay, the song is called Daydreamer. We talked about it a little bit um, yesterday, but tell me a little bit about that song. Did you write that one? No, no, Hillary wrote it. Hillary wrote that one. Okay, cool. Um, I don't think I wrote any material for Hillary. I can't think. I'm 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 mistaken. It's Edge of Time is the one that I was thinking of, and that's yeah, that's okay. one that you did with John D'Agostino. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, we'll do, we'll, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Sorry. It's just it's I I'm playing lap steel, but I you know like my intro there, it's it's just got a lot of it's got a, it's just got a really ear, ethereal sound. That's due to I'm using a volume pedal to sw swell into the note, so you can't hear the note when I pluck it. And then you just swell into it and hope you're at the right note. <laughs> well, I like the way it sounds. We'll let everyone else uh, yeah. hear it right now, okay? All right, Rob, back in a few minutes, okay? All right, everyone, it's Mike, and this is Open Mic Radio on KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. Here's one from the Hillary Scott Band featuring my guest this morning, Rob Lampy, on the pedal steel. Street. 
Wow. All right. Fantastic one there from the Hillary Scott Band featuring my guest this morning, Rob Lampy, playing the pedal steel. Great stuff, Rob. Actually, that's the lap steel, not the pedal steel. Or the lap steel. I'm sorry. Pardon me. Yes. Uh, Regardless of what you call it, it sure sounds great. Just haunting there. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Well. I have a story about the pedal steel in that people ask me all the time, do you play pedal steel? And I tell them, no, I didn't pass my licensing exam. (laughs) I'm thinking of Dennis Lane, who is a wonderful pedal steel player around town. Do you know Dennis? Oh, yeah. I've tried to get... We've tried to do some together on a couple occasions and just hasn't worked out. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, him and uh, Abigail, both uh, Abigail Rose, him and uh, her and Dennis uh, both do some great stuff around town. I sure miss uh, seeing a lot of these folks out and about playing. What? Um, let's see. We've got about 15 minutes left. Let, let, let's keep moving down our list here. I want to talk about you've, you've worked over the years a lot with uh, John D'Agostino in, in many different uh, scenarios. We've got a couple songs here that you and John recorded together. Um, I think the one called Edge of Time is one that you wrote. But tell me a little bit about your relationship with John, and then we'll play one of those songs, okay? Oh, let me tell you, it's too long a story. to. <laughs> I know, we need another couple hours. We need a couple hours, yeah. Uh, I can remember John had a band way back called Chicory, and I, I kind of wanted in it. I, I, I occasionally got a check gig from him, I think, when it, people were too busy or their guitar player was sick in bed or I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I was in another band and then that band fell apart. And it was just Jesse James and I left of that band. Uh, the other people moved out of town. So I told Jesse, what we, what we need to do is get a PA, Jesse, and, and we'll, we'll attract her. So I went down to Crazy Music and talked Ken Shepard into selling me a PA on time, <laughs> and uh, so we set that up at Jesse's house, and sure enough, John would start coming over and <laughs> <laughs> jamming with us, and pretty soon we had a band called The Mode, you know, or, and we played, that band played, out, it, it was just, that was Jesse I, John, and, and a guy named Jim Rush, who mm. people may know, uh, he's played in a lot of bands around town, so... Yeah, we, uh, and then I'm sure that band fell apart at some point. Then I, oh, then John and I just continually played with each other, I think, no matter what. And well, even to this day, I think you guys have worked together even recently over the last couple of days, huh? Well, yeah. No, I told you I was working with him, but I was we were doing electrical work, <laughs> not not music. <musical. laughs> That's great. Well, do you ever get together and play uh, uh, and do any? On occasion, I I, yeah. I think I did. We did we we did one of the last Cooper we did a Cooper's gig. I did a Cooper's gig with sort of the Fried Crowd Fried Crowd Addies, mm-hmm. minus Pete and uh, and Sean. So mm-hmm. it was just a, a down at Cooper's and. And that was really fun. It was great to play with them. Yeah, they were a lot of fun. I, I think they did, uh, they did first Friday down at Rose Park last Friday afternoon. In fact, I should mention that really quickly. There's a couple things. I know there's something happening at the dive bar tonight. I forget exactly who's performing there, um, but uh, tonight at Rose, uh, in the park, happy hour, featuring the Clayton Hicklin Band. 
and that's uh, 5 o'clock door, 6 o'clock show, $5 to get in. There was supposed to be a show later tonight, the Red Clay Straws. That's been postponed. And tomorrow, Mr. Mojo Ryzen. That is a tribute to the doors. Uh, and the doors open at 6 p.m. And the show is at 7 o'clock. So a couple, couple things happening around town with regard to live music. Not a lot, but uh, if you got the gumption, that's what, uh, that's what you got available. All right. Um, yeah, gosh, so much to talk about, Rob. We should continue this next week. Honestly, uh, m- m- maybe we'll do that because I want to talk about Forest Rose and Rose Park and all. I mean, there's so many things to, to talk about. But let's play one quick here from, um, uh, from you and John. T- tell me a little bit about this one, Edge of Time. Uh, it's, it's a tune I wrote, and uh, John put it on his first album. And uh, John liked it, so he wanted to record it. He's done that. I think he's hoping to do that with my other tune working. Yeah, I don't think he's done it yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, but uh, what else about it? Um, well, I I guess um, was it just the two of you, or are there other uh, other people no, performing on this track? No, uh, I think uh, well, Pete Pete Skoka does all the uh, uh, the keyboard parts, and John may play piano. But, but uh, um, I can't remember the to- total track holy. But uh, we had uh, Al Oshbaugh on bass. Mm, yeah. And uh, Jay Castleman on drums. I love Alan on the bass. He's great. All right. Well, let's play it. And it's about a five-minute song. So we'll come back and we'll have a few minutes to kind of wrap things up. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more at the, uh, at the top of the hour. Okay? Okay. All right, Rob, thanks. I'll be back with you in just a minute. And in the meantime, everyone, this is Rob Lampy and John D'Agostino uh, featuring a Rob Lampy song called Edge of Time. I'll be back with you in about five minutes. Fire. 
stuff there and I guess the timing was about right but I lost my guest Mr. Rob Lampy the phones just started flashing like very weirdly and then uh, we lost everything <laughs> so it is Mike and you're listening to Open Mike Radio on KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM don't mind uh, uh, losing Rob because I think I'm going to have him back next week and continue our conversation there's a bunch of music that we didn't get to play and he's involved and has been involved in lots of other things along the way, including some really interesting activist causes and some other things that I'd like to talk about with him. So um, so if you're listening out there, Rob, I apologize. I don't know what happened with the phones, but uh, I'll get you back once uh, I close the show out here and I'll call you and we'll, we'll get it set up hopefully for next week again, okay? All right, Speaking of the Arts is coming up at 10 o'clock. That is my friend Diana Moxon bringing to you Mid-Missouri's only in-depth art show. And she does it every morning on Friday. Well, every Friday morning, I should say, at 10 o'clock until 11. Check out Diana and Speaking of the Arts coming up in just a couple of minutes. 
yeah, thanks to Rob Lampy for spending the time with me this morning and for sharing the music. Lots of great, cool memories and uh, great conversation with Rob. We'll come back and hopefully do that again with him next week and continue where we left off and, and share some other stuff with you. I would like to tell you, if you are interested in being a guest on this program, uh, get a hold of me. Send me your music email at mikehagan at mikehagan.com very easy to get a hold of me um, if you go to my website at mikehagan.com there's a on the right or I'm sorry on the left hand sidebar just scroll down a little ways and you'll see a, a thing that says open mic radio and you can uh, hit that button and it'll take you over to the site uh, for this show and there's a podcast and all these shows can show up magically in your podcast player every week if you so choose but there's also an archive of all the old programs there and some information about the artists that are on the program so uh, if you'd like to uh, do something like that get a hold of me and i'd be glad to check out your music and hopefully share it with other people okay uh let's see next week i think we'll do rob lampy again much more to talk about with rob and oh thank you to john galbraith he put a CD in my mailbox or mailed it to me here. Another new project from John uh, called John Galbraith and the Bluegrass Fakers. I'm sure it's fantastic. And something else here from Bruce Jackson. And I will check out this album from Bruce Jackson called uh, Violence Lu Lights. Anyway, cool. I appreciate it. And that's what I like. Send me stuff and then we'll play it. All right, stick around. Once again, Diana Moxon, Speaking of the Arts, and she'll be with you in about 30 seconds or so. Take care, everyone. I'll talk to you all next week. Be cool. Have a great weekend.